I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, I know what you're going to say, that the Williams car looks exactly the same. Well, I can assure you it doesn't. There's less blue, and yet there's more blue. How's that work? So despite the FW46's livery being leaked slightly earlier than the stream provided, we actually do have the livery, and it looks certainly a lot smarter than was to be expected. And I was watching the live stream of the Williams event, and we all expected, as we were going to be getting a presentation, that we were going to have to, like with the Red Bull presentation last year, sit through about 45 minutes to an hour of people talking, and then we would get the livery at the end. But no, good old Willers Buxton actually went to the livery straight away. And I can tell you, my friend, that this livery is pretty smart. Now, one of the biggest criticisms I had with the FW45's livery is that, sure, it looked quite sophisticated and suave, but it was kind of busy. There was a lot of stuff going on, and there was lots of different types of motifs they were trying to go for, with an overlaid W in the back looking very glassy, the light blue and the red kind of spiky all over the place, and the Duracell thing there. Thankfully, that motif has stayed. That's one of the most ingenious things they've ever added to a livery ever. I still find that really cool. And also, it just felt a little bit disjointed. The numbering for the drivers, not quite right. The Gulf logo being added at the last minute, it just didn't really seem all that cohesive. But now, it seems a little bit more refined. And I quite like the white and red pinstripe motif going around the nose and ending up on the nose cone. Supposedly an homage to the Williams cars of the 80s and 90s. And that does make sense because you did see a darker blue with white and red. And they did touch upon this in the early 2010s with an homage to the Rothmans logos of the mid 90s without using Rothmans. And it did look pretty good, but this time around, it's a lot more subtle. And even though the addition of Komatsu has two different types of blue on the side, Komatsu has been a sponsor of Williams before, back in the 90s, albeit 
a little smaller on the nose comb, but it's good to see a former partner of Williams coming back, and this time with a really prominent placement on the car. One thing is for sure, Williams look like they are in much ruder health, with a lot more sponsors that we actually recognize. And my protein being right there as it was from the American Grand Prix onwards in Austin. This is really good to see. It just feels a lot more like there's a message behind this livery, and that's the most important thing. This isn't the FW46 we are seeing here. This is the FW46 car livery design on the FW45's body. Just so we're clear here, it just means that Williams aren't giving all of their cards away, unlike Haas, which presented the entire car, the VF24, because there basically wasn't much point, as Ayo Komatsu, the team principal, said that we're probably going to be lost in Bahrain anyway, so there's no point. Here, have the car! Whereas Williams look like they're going places. I feel like this is less boring, and I know that most people might say that it's just a carbon copy of last year's, but that baby blue, along with the McLaren, is on the way out. One thing is for certain, baby blue is so passe in the world of Formula One. McLaren have dropped it, and now Williams have dropped it. They dropped it from their logo, which has now gone for a darkish blue and white, and the Williams logo from 2014 has managed to survive, despite many leaks that I also covered on this channel, saying that it was going back to a more Frank Williams Cars era of bold typeface like Euro style, which hasn't really happened, even though they have shown it off before. Is this for their esports team, or was this a logo? And then the optics didn't go down well, so they went back to the original logo at the last minute, which they could easily do. I think probably that might have been the case. It probably didn't go down too well with the public, so they just reversed course and just thought, okay, we'll just use the old logo with the bold blue and white typeface. And I love the tagline they're going for. McLaren have whatever it takes. Williams has history made, history in the making. It's so corny, I love it. And let's get to the race suits. So Albon and Sergeant Albon looks mean right here. And they are going for white racing overalls. Normally I would be concerned because white overalls, if they're on their own, usually denote the idea of something wrong with the team, that there's little sponsors like we saw with Tyrrell in the mid-90s. But no, there are some blue accents on the side and plenty of sponsors to be had here. And you just feel like this is a lot more rough and ready sort of a team with Williams. It just seems more cohesive. Everything just looks right. It just feels like Williams have recovered somewhat from the doldrums that they had from 2019 through to 2022. This just feels like a team that's going places. They got a brand image that they sort of actually managed to settle on because the liveries over the last few years have just shown a team where they're not really sure where they are. Like, they're trying to come up with a design language that they can get behind for about a year or two, or maybe even longer, but then they decide to go somewhere else entirely. And the 2023 design seemed like the beginning stages of a livery in which they can then evolve, like the mid-2000s Red Bulls, which then evolved into what we got by the mid-2010s and has basically stayed the same for a good several amounts of years. I can easily see this Williams livery staying the same for a good long period because it just seems sensible. It seems smart, but now it's just refined. The pinstripe white and red very nice indeed. But from a distance, it just looks like a white stripe. Looks fair enough. There are more sponsors on the car. The team looks like they're in a much better place. And the additions of all of these sponsors and the keeping of the Duracell, they get it. 
it just looks so good. It looks like a really good mishmash of what they've been able to do over the last 12 months and that they've now got a clear message that they can get behind. It just seems a lot more optimistic. And again, I will tell you, this is a much better design than what they had for the FW45, which just looked a bit like they weren't quite sure what to do, like the typeface and the livery itself didn't work. Whereas the typeface for the numbers here, they do look better. They seem to have survived the culling of the main logo transformation itself. And I like these numbers. They just seem a lot bolder. They seem a lot more obvious. And of course, the Golf logo is still there. It's just now moved to the engine cover instead of the rear wing. And also, I will point this out. It seems like Williams might have managed to get their problems with weight sorted because there's a lot of blue here. There is an awful lot of blue. I mean, I'm looking at this right here and I can't tell if there's been any sort of abrupt inclusion of carbon fiber except beneath the nose, which in a way is less intrusive. It doesn't look obvious that they are trying to save weight. It looks like they managed to have sorted the weight problem so we actually have some color. Granted, it's dark blue, but at least it's not black. At least it's not carbon fiber, which is something that I think we can all celebrate. This team looks like they are very happy indeed, and that they are also looking to try and make some leaps forward. And they had better, because there's a lot of rumblings going on about Alex Albon moving up to Mercedes to replace Lewis Hamilton. But it all depends on what happens in 2024. If Mercedes stumble and they remain basically the same as they are and Williams continue their trend upwards, like they have now started to establish with their brand new slogan and this now refined livery, then why would Alex Albon leave if the trajectory is looking really, really fast pointing upwards like the logo of the W of Williams? I do feel like the trend and the upward curve of Williams might make a difference here in where Alex Albon goes. Just pay attention to this, folks. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye. <laughs>